Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, sometimes I wonder if we as aquarists expect too much from each other and from ourselves. And I think it makes stuff that's supposed to be fun kind of toxic at times. And something that has often been on my mind, I saw a post not too long ago on uh, on uh, Facebook about a collaboration between a couple of pretty well-known aquascapers or, or aquarists, if you will, to create a beautiful planted aquarium. And the end result of the collaboration was was gorgeous. However, the immediate response from some corners was, oh, hey, it's nothing like nature. You know, some criticisms like that. And I'm like, really? So what? And of course, you know, being the, the philosopher of all things aquarium culture, I, I thought about the point of view of the critics and I suppose they were sort of missing the whole point of the tank, simply to create a beautiful, low-maintenance planted aquarium. And instead, they were foisting their own agenda upon this tank based on the expectations they had of what these people should have done or what they were capable of doing. Now, that's not only sad and unfair, it's kind of complete bullshit in my mind. And it's indicative of a larger attitude I see more and more in the hobby. Now, these particular guys are really amazing. They're big boys. They certainly don't need the likes of me to bail them out or protect them. But the attitude of the, you know, the criticism that they received was a bit, well, it's awful. And again, uh, it's indicative of something I see a lot of lately. And I wanted to talk about it. And you know that once I get a bug up my ass, nothing's going to stop me from talking about it with you. So look, I'm the first guy that says he's sick and tired of the same old, you know, diorama style contest aquariums being called natural style or whatever. You know, that's an issue of overly appropriating the word nature for every freaking tank. It's just too much. I'm a firm believer in looking to nature for inspiration in both form and function. You only have to read this blog, read my blog, listen to this podcast, attend my lectures, you know, to get your head around that. However, when I see critics going the other direction too, I'm going to call that out as well. Look, every single aquarium doesn't have to be, you know, decomposing leaves, biofilms, brown water, sediment-filled substrate, etc. to be called inspired by nature or natural style or, or whatever. Last I read, the processes which govern the nitrogen cycle of my aquariums in Los Angeles are the same ones that govern the nitrogen cycle in Igarapes of Amazonia. So yeah, every aquarium doesn't have to be a copy of a specific natural habitat or biotope. Otherwise, every tank becomes some tightly labeled rule-imposed enclosure and then we end up in the same old militant us-versus-them position that's turned off hobbyists to some of these movements for years. Yuck. I've seen this sort of crap turning up on biotope enthusiast forums and blackwater aquarium groups lately as well. It's this ridiculous nitpicking that serves no purpose except to expose those who call out others' efforts as jerks, quite honestly. There's some incredibly talented, really great hobbyists in that you know arena, and there's much to learn from them. Yeah, there's some total jerks who, you know, also some total jerks who feel the need, you know, to, to point out that every tank has to meet some of their extremely, you know, rigid standards to be considered some sort of serious work. It's crazy. I hate this stuff. It's stupid. I'm sorry. I'm going to call it for what it is. I say do what you love in a way that you love to do it. Call it what you want, but be mindful of the words you use and what they mean. Now, if you must apply a label to your work, I think biotope inspired or natural style are two great starting points. They're much more apt, broad descriptors for most hobbyists to use. I think they cause far fewer of these ridiculous skirmishes. When we get right down to it, even the most hardcore biotope aquarium as lauded by the establishment in that world still isn't 100% perfectly accurate, no matter what they, whoever the fuck they are, say. 
A working definition of the word biotope from Wikipedia, a good one I think, is, is quite uh, useful here. A biotope is an area of uniform environmental conditions providing a living place for a specific assemblage of plants and animals. Biotope is almost synonymous with the term habitat, which is more commonly used in English-speaking countries. The word biotope, literally translated, means an area where life lives. That's kind of broad, right? Now, we should celebrate the art, the research, the effort, and the knowledge that was accumulated and shared in order to create all these biotope aquariums. Sure, in a competitive situation, it's important to follow the rules of the judging criteria, but for hobby efforts, using a guava leaf, for example, instead of a Bertholdia assessa leaf because you can't collect or obtain them legally is not a disqualifier. Sorry, guys. Yeah, if hobbyists can't obtain the actual Amazonian leaves because, oh, I don't know, they're from a protected habitat or whatever, does that invalidate the aquarium from consideration as a biotope aquarium? I mean, come on. I said it before and I'll say it again. I will bet you 90% of even the most hardcore judges and critics of these contests couldn't even tell the difference once these leaves are submerged, softened, and covered in a patina of biocover. So why get so dogmatic about these things? We get really worked up, really pissy about this shit. It's, it's funny to watch. Even with the contest winners, if you want, you could take this attitude and nitpick to the nth degree if you want to use these standards. Okay, I will. I mean, what about the substrate? Is it absolutely Rio Negro, you know, region Podzol from the, An- from the Andes? No. Oh, not a biotope aquarium. Is every species of wood used in the tank from the surrounding Varzea forest? Nope. Oh, not a biotope aquarium. Is every freaking bacteria, fungi, paramecium, etc., the exact species that comes from the region being represented? Hmm? Is it? Okay, I think I made my point here. I mean, it can get ridiculous. You could go on and on and on and on and simply alienate everyone on the planet except your closest friends who possess the same shitty elitist attitudes. So why the extreme attitudes? Now, I'd like to think that it's because people care. And that's a beautiful thing. However, in order to keep things civil, I think we need to step back into our corners from time to time and just look at the bigger picture, really. Now, in a sort of sadistic way, I admit that I derive a strange satisfaction from watching these things from afar, actually. It's sort of funny. I mean, sure, it shows some people are complete assholes. It also shows the level of passion and commitment to the art and science that our hobby has. That's huge. In fact, at the end of the day, I think everyone can and should put aside their interpretive differences and come to an agreement that just about any aquarium intended to replicate on some level a specific wild habitat, ecological niche, or area where certain fish or fishes are found is a hugely important and valuable thing. Why? Because it calls attention to the habitats and environments themselves. It creates a starting point for discussion, for research, for debate. It raises awareness of the challenges that many of these habitats face with the encroachment of man's activities. It it most certainly makes us appreciate the fragility of life, the genius of nature, and the incredible diversity and beauty of our home planet. That's really not up for argument. Even the most poorly executed, by contest standards anyway, uh, aquarium biotope has the unusual, you know, the uninitiated uh, public looking at this and learning. They're becoming just a bit more enlightened about nature. It might just stimulate someone somewhere to ask themselves, is that what it's like in the Pantanal? And maybe, just maybe, they'll open up the iPad and do a little reading on the habitat that was being discussed. Maybe they'll take a crack at reading, uh, you know, creating their own representation of this habitat. Maybe they'll research and find out about the threats it faces, seek and out and donate to an organization that's out there working to protect it. It's all good. So the next time you or someone you know is being called out 
because you don't conform to you know their expectations of what they think is correct or proper or whatever. Maybe you could just push back a bit and show them the absurdity of it all and thank them for giving a damn and just perhaps taking the time to say, hey, isn't this cool? We all care so much about this stuff that we're actually having an intense passion for it. I mean, wow. Imagine how much that would do to bring it back around to what the hobby is all about, having fun, educating, and sharing. I admit my thinking is pretty rigid on those points. The amazing thing about this hobby is that it's far, far bigger and better than any of our attitudes. It's awesome. The annoying thing about labels, rules, and overly rigid thinking is that they make this stuff that much less fun. It's a real tragedy that's easily avoided in my humble opinion. Stay friendly, stay helpful, stay open-minded, stay optimistic, stay educated, stay creative, stay resourceful, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman. Thanks for spending part of your day with me. I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tint.